0: Yo, Solana Beach, California. Guess who's gonna get old live? Not old as in Christ on a popsicle stick, this is boring. I'm talking about Jay and Silent Bob get old, fuckers. Kevin Smith and Jason Mews are coming to the Belly Up Tavern on November 22nd. Don't miss the debauchery, Iggy Jay and Silent Bob get old, recording their podcast live at the Belly Up Tavern in Solana Beach, California on November 22nd. Get your tickets for this and all other Smodco shows at ceesmod.com. Red State DVD and Blu-ray available now at coopersdell.com. Get exclusive bundle packages featuring posters, soundtracks, t-shirts, signed scripts, wardrobe used in the film, and a chance to be a guest on air with Kevin Smith via Skype. Red State DVD and Blu-ray exclusive bundles now at coopersdell.com. Smirch alert, smirch alert, motherfucker smirch alert. Go to smodcast.com slash smirchandise to get your official Jay and Silent Bob iPhone 4 cases from Casemate. Choose from three different snoogarific designs. We got soft ones and hard ones. Hey, I'm talking about the cases, bitch. All emblazoned with your favorite Smodco icons, Jay and Silent Bob. Snag your iPhone 4 case and for $39.99 and protect the precious smodcast.com slash smerchandise Yo, Canada Jay and Silent Bob are gonna be royally mounting you December 7th in Vancouver December 8th, Edmonton December 9th, Calgary December 10th, Saskatoon and December 11th, Winnipeg their comedic maple syrup's gonna be gushing all over your timbits. How's that for a visual, eh? Jay and Silent Bob, get old. Live in the Great White North. Linky links to tickets at smodcast.com slash get old in Canada. Hey, Eldborg, Iceland. On November 11th, Kevin Smith will be inside you. Kev is bringing his famous Q&A to Eldborg Main Hall, talking movies, comics, sex, taking a shit, whatever you want to ask about. Hilarity will ensue. Kevin Smith, live at the Eldborg Main Hall in Eldborg, Iceland, on November 11th. Links to tickets for this and all Smodco shows at csmod.com. So, you're saying, Yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world wear your sir love with our official t-shirts biatch fishies have no eyes let us fuck jay and silent bob get old the me. there's also posters action figures there's so many to choose from grab your smirch at smodcast.com scroll down and click on merchandise. Catch live video clips of Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and Hollywood Babylon on the Kevin Smith blog for the Huffington Post. Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. That's Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. Want early access to tickets for Smodcast Internet Radio's metric fuckton of live shows? Join Smodcast. For just $4.99 a month, you'll get CD-quality audio of every podcast you hear on Sir, ad-free. It's like watching porn without having to fast-forward through that goddamn plot. You'll also get bonus video content and other badass exclusives. Smodcast where Smodcast goes say for pay. All the deets at Smodcast.com. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave
1: my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right?
2: you've got to throw some cold water on this situation start talking about nerd stuff you know nerd culture is mainstream now
3: so when you use the word nerd derogatorily it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist
0: nerd. This is nerd. <laughs> With Will Wilkins.
2: And
1: yeah sunday night time's rolled back a little darker out for me, anyway, in California, so as, I'm far, as far as I'm concerned, it's sexy time on NetHeads.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in Chicago, it's black. Well, my name is Will. And my name is Trent.
1: If you want to take part in the conversation, you can, many ways. Uh, we got our good friends on Twitter. They throw a hashtag, NetHeads, up there. That's that number symbol. And, of course, if you also want to give us a call, it's 866-610-9455. Or the good old-fashioned number of 925,
2: buy one elk. Good, we got all that out of the way. (laughs) Trent, you're in Chicago? Before we get started, have you ever bought an elk, Will? Have you bought one elk? I've never
1: bought one elk. I've never bought many elk. I've never bought many elk, let alone a elk.
2: How about a piece of elk, like elk jerky?
1: No, not to my knowledge. Okay. I'm
2: not even sure what an elk is. It's like a cow that that roams the mountains. Really? Yeah, kind of. Kinda? Only kinda. It's only kinda yeah. like one of those. Well they're called cows. Yeah. You know. The females are cows. Okay. Yeah, I'm in Chicago, Will. Yes, that's correct.
1: That is just uh that's a trip.
2: Yeah, it is a trip and it's awesome, man. I love Chitown.
1: I uh I never been. Never been. I
2: I, I recommend it. Highly? Uh, yeah, so far so good. Well, what
1: is it like, Trent? I mean, here you are. You're usually in Logan, Utah. Little, mm-hmm. little, I mean, everything is within what, three quarters of a mile from you. Oh, at
2: least, yeah, including two Carl's Jr.'s. <laughs> there you
1: go. Not one, but two.
2: <laughs> but two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, so what, what are you doing in Chi Town? And, and regale me with some of your adventures while I pretend to listen and eat the, uh, eat dinner, dinner plate, dinner plate of food my wife brought me.
2: Uh, uh sticky. Or, uh, no, meatballs? no, no
1: sticky chicken. Tonight it's uh it's muffin tin. Um, what are the uh, muffin tin meatloaf.
2: Oh, that sounds great. So like little, little individual meatloafs.
1: Yes. Ooh. Well, the nice thing is it's easier for uh, portion control and <laughs> they cook faster,
2: right? They cook faster and you
1: can eat more of them and feel like you're eating less. I never thought of it that way but I will keep that in mind.
2: <laughs> no, um I'm here for a marketing um convention that's uh, specifically for higher ed marketers that of which I am. Wait for um, what? Oh, higher, higher education. Higher ed, yes. I uh, thought you meant like, well, we're going to hire a guy named Ed. Ed, yeah. <laughs> this is the way to do it. Let's Hey, has anyone seen Ed? Oh, I heard he was pretty high. Let's get him higher.
1: Yeah, buddy.
2: <laughs> no, so um that's what I'm doing. It's 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 a it's a huge conference. Um, and Massive. we got in it a, a day early. Uh, so that was kind of fun. And I got to kind of walk
1: around. Was there any travel benefits to doing it a day early? Or are you just like, hey, let's get another,
2: uh, let's get another, uh, night, uh, room on the school's tab? Uh, I, I cannot, uh, confirm nor deny your latest allegations. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's cool. Uh, the, the, the dudes that I'm traveling with are, uh, food connoisseurs, if you will. Mm hmm. Um and so they've uh, they've been showing me the ropes here in, in Chicago in fine dining.
1: They've uh, they've been there before? Or they're just they're learned of the area?
2: Both. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah.
1: Well, you know they so, have travel guides just dedicated to eating food in other places. It's amazing.
2: Well, I, I don't trust those, Will. Why not? Because they're all sponsored by the the, comp- the you know, by whatever company is they're putting them in there for. Are you serious? I think so. That's just disappointing to me. It, well, it should be. I want to believe that guy, Fear a
1: guy from uh, from the Food Network, you know, the Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives guy.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: I'm sorry. I look, man, I don't think anybody is sponsoring sponsoring those places when he <laughs> when he talks about how great the brisket is in a place <laughs> where a guy has made his own stove out of the top of an old <laughs> file cabinet and all this stuff. Nobody's sponsoring those.
2: No, you know, I think I think the American Heart Association. <laughs> Is, uh,
1: They're not sponsoring that unless there's a big red circle with a hashtag through it. Hash mark. <laughs> Just like, don't eat any of this ever.
2: Yeah. And now on with the show. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's their buffer before every episode or when they come back from commercials. Yeah.
1: One of those, you know, kind of like, you know, the, the following show may contain graphic subject matter, you know, like, er, like almost at the beginning of every episode of Sons of Anarchy. Right. Yes. But instead of this, it's like the following contents may be harmful to the human condition. <laughs> Consume with caution.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Viewer consumption is advised or <laughs> I don't know. Hell. Um, but so anyway, you're mean, in Chi town. Yeah, well, well, tell me uh, about the food you've taken in. Um, so last night we went to a place called the Paris club and, uh, yeah, we, we just did a whole bunch. It's, it's, you know, tradition, well, contemporary um european dining so we did a whole a bunch traditional of
1: traditional after- contemporary
2: <laughs> does that that make sense right
1: no <laughs> man the steamed broccoli is delicious continue
2: um and so we had everything from like you know um sardines to uh turkey meatballs to um some goat cheese with tomato marmalade and just you know a whole bunch of that stuff and then we had some duck and some snapper and you know the French stuff.
1: I take it it's all served in tiny portions because you just described like a Thanksgiving dinner.
2: <laughs> Extremely tiny portions. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And so it was cool because... And then you get the bill and you're like, you charge me how much for all this tiny food? <laughs> oh, dude, you have no idea.
1: You brought out some Lilliputian-sized oh. crap and I have to pay big-time bill? What is this?
2: It, what? And I got to stop at the Walgreens now to fill up? Yeah. <laughs> um... But, uh, oh, I did go, and I tweeted it today. Um, I went to just to this hole-in-the-wall place by myself. And uh, Chicago, I guess, is known for their hot beef sandwiches. Yeah. Wait, what? And it Yeah, yeah that's – I'm sorry, but I got it all over my face. And it was awesome.
1: Hot beef all over your face? Yeah, man. This show is really taking a new direction.
2: No, it wasn't Bukkake.
1: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. It was, uh, yeah. Anyway, it was, it was good. It was, uh, it was really good. Um, but, uh, the, the, the guys that turned me onto the place were the, the good folks at, uh, Graham Cracker Comics here in, uh, Chicago. Mm. Cool comic shop. Just, it's, it's pretty much the only comic shop downtown.
1: I had some helpful advice when I learned Trent was going out of town. I said the important thing while you're out is to try and meet a lady. And not sit around reading comic books.
2: <laughs> now, I'm sorry, where did you go today? I went straight to the comic book shop, woke up, Googled it, and walked there. Mm hmm. Yep, that's, I mean, it's, it's part of who I am, Will.
1: Now, when you Googled it, what was the walking distance?
2: Uh, I, I, I don't remember the walking distance. It was like 13 blocks. Mm hmm. Which isn't far. Mm hmm. No. Um, so, well, May 13th, yeah, I don't know, something like that. So I go there. Uh, the guys were all really nice, really helpful, helped me find some books I'd been looking for for a while. Um, and I'm sitting there talking to the dude and, uh, this, this guy kind of looks at me. And he's like, Oh, you sound really familiar. Are, are, are you on, are you on Smodcast? I'm oh like, my, well, no way. I'm like, well, well, yeah, yeah. It's, Why, it's, yes, well, I first, am. First, first he said, Oh yeah, uh, soundbite nation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that feels good.
2: And I said, no, 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 uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, before Soundbite Nation, Netheads. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're from Utah. I'm like, yeah, that's right, man. I'm, I'm trying. He's okay. Like,
1: so you did end up putting it together.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so this, this dude's name is Neil. And I guess he lives in like a suburb, you know, it's like an hour outside of Chicago. Um, but he was in town, uh, participating in the next Glee project. What now? You know, the, the, it's, it's kind of like American Idol, but for, you know, for acapella glee club peoples.
1: My number one quote from this show. What now?
2: The, did what now? Title of the show. What now? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, uh, he, 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 and I felt like an ass cause I was like, Oh man, that's awesome. How far did you get? He's like, yeah, man, cut, cut the first, uh, round through. I was thinking, Oh, they, they, he went, he made it through the first round. Then after thinking about it and the, the, the the, the dejection on his face of, ah, no, no, I, I got cut the, the first round. Oh, that sucks. Like, oh, 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 so Neil, um, from Chicago, uh, sorry, man. And you know what? F him. Who cares? You just got move on. You know. Hey,
1: you got to strike I... out on your own, dude. Don't worry about selling out now.
2: <laughs> Do that later.
1: Yeah, you know. Plus, there are many like. Cruise ships and other things that need quality entertainment.
2: Oh, uh, on uh, Twitter with the hashtag netheads, Kuban says, Did, uh, did you at least find a lady at the comic book shop? And yes, there was a, uh, and this is rare because there was actually a lady working there and she was attractive. Really? She was not ugly at all.
1: Wow. No, I, no, I'm, I'm starting to think that there is a certain geek chic, I guess.
2: Oh, abs- yeah. If it chicks into comic books, man, that her attractiveness goes up already.
1: okay wait a minute so what you're saying is did i if if she was in a bar (laughs) she'd be about a two but you get her in a comic book shop and she's like an easy eight
2: yeah she she starts talking about you know some uh some avengers maybe a little justice league
1: hey speaking of avengers dude i was uh i was set and determined to finally okay this statement's not gonna make sense to comic people but I was down and determined to watch Green Lantern this weekend. Oh, right. Because I'm like, I I finally, I've got to see this. And while I was doing it, you know, you can't get it. I could have gone into a real blockbuster to rent it. But I wasn't going to do that. And all the kiosks, they're not allowed to release it until November 8th. Oh, okay. So I did the next thing that I would do. (laughs) Router Ninja says comic goggles. Um, Yeah,
2: exactly. (laughs) So...
1: I, instead I went to the same route I did for the red state, uh, VOD, which is I went to Amazon. Right. Right. Via my Blu-ray player. Mm-hmm. And I, I go to like new releases and sure enough, Green Lantern's there. But the number one thing, I'm like, this is already out. Captain America's already out on video. Right. How did that happen?
2: Oh, how, how did Captain America come out on
1: video? It already, I mean, it wasn't it just released July 22nd? Yeah. Man, not e- oh, not even 11 months.
2: Well, and I'm surprised they didn't wait until Black Friday.
1: I meant not even five months, but hey, me math, let's move on.
2: <laughs> but seriously, that you'd think that would be the uh that would that that'd be the time to release it, right? It would be Black Friday.
1: Nah, they don't care. Movies are gonna move no matter what. Yeah, that's true. As a matter of fact, they probably want to get those titles out sooner. You know, <laughs> like uh you notice Harry Potter's not waiting around. Eleven eleven eleven, my friend. Right. The last one that I never saw in a movie theater. It's so sad.
2: Wait, you're you're not going to see it in a movie theater?
1: No, dude, it's coming out on video. It's coming gone from the movie oh, theaters. Oh, right. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, I was surprised Captain America was out. But you got recognized in a comic shop. That's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, it,
2: it was really cool. It was. It was rad. So uh, thank you, listeners. And if anyone else is in Chicago and you want to hang out, just let me know, man. I, I'm always up to go out. Show me the ropes, you know?
1: Yeah, you came all the way to Northern California, went to some stranger's house that you met on the internet
2: ate dinner with his family (laughs) went to lowe's
1: yeah get some propane (laughs) that was fun okay dinner's done man that was good
2: yeah i mean i I gotta
1: say i make a mean meatloaf (laughs) i really do my wife does too (laughs) Mm, what are we talking about now comic Uh, book shop that's right your meatloaf. What did you pick up at the comic book shop? That's what's important. That's what people want to know about. This okay, is netheads for gosh sakes. It's yeah, not exactly, gourmet exactly. dining or, uh, you know, spot a D grade, <laughs> E grade, Z grade celebrity.
2: Uh, uh, yes, I wouldn't even grade myself.
1: Oh uh, my gosh! Another what? good. Cal, Calvin asks another good question. Is there a special Blu-ray of Spinal Tap that, com- Spinal Tap that comes out on eleven, eleven,
2: eleven? Oh gosh. How did, should...
1: how did some marketing asshole miss that one? Oh, there should be. There should be if there isn't. Cause it's one louder.
2: Yeah, it's, I mean, th- it's not 10, it's 11. It goes all the way up to 11. Yeah. Um, comic wise, uh, and this is something that I, I've I've looked for. I've honestly looked for and haven't found it for a while. I was looking for the f- complete trade paperback of uh, Kevin Smith's uh, Cacophony Batman.
1: Okay, that's the first one. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. Walt did that did the artwork on that one too. Yes. Walt, yep, Flanagan. Walt
2: Flanagan did, did the artwork for it. Yeah. Exactly. He
1: does a pretty good job, doesn't he?
2: Yeah. Just you know. I thought he did great. I
1: don't know why I'm so shocked by that, but <laughs> wow, people can draw, huh? Yeah, what? apparently so. I know it's Since crazy.
2: He makes things on paper. I'll bet. You know what? I'll bet he can do math too.
1: Mm, well, one up on me. Well, I I think the mentality is that, well, you know, he's working in a comic book shop, right? So you'd think, well, why would you work in a shop if you could actually draw the comics? If you're, but
2: if you're an artist, but
1: that's just stupid thinking. Right, I mean, yeah, you know, when I'm not here on mic, naturally all I'm out is pursuing vocal work on a microphone.
2: <laughs> right, yeah, there you wouldn't do anything else. No,
1: I'm doing schlub work at an ins- insurance company during the week.
2: Woohoo! <laughs> um, I did that, and then I also picked up the, the the first trade paperback of Alan Moore's run on Swamp Thing.
1: Oh, very wow! You're really uh. A you're really, man. you're really cracking out of the stuff that I geeked out on recently.
2: Well, yeah, you talked so much about it well, and the, I haven't read any of that Alan Moore stuff. So. I,
1: I had read the original run of Cacophony. I'd read the, you know, all the issues, but I found a new appreciation for them when the first issue of, uh, of HBO Hollywood Babylon Comic-Con Theater. Right. With, uh, with Ralph, Ralph doing the voice of Batman and.
2: And the Joker.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I mean, like, there's one point where he's doing three different voices at once. Oh, cool! He's talking to himself. I I sit around in a room and talk to myself too, but nobody pays <laughs> to see it. But he's right. doing that. And actually, on the 19th, they're doing the second installment, so they'll be reading the second issue of Cacophony, and they're doing <laughs> right. that at the Love It. So you know, you can find out about that at csmod.com if you if you haven't heard about it already. But like, that's one thing I want to go see. I think everybody gets a copy of the issue. Oh, really? Maybe, maybe
2: oh, that would be cool. If, if I not, there. I know they do project it up overhead. So, oh, see, oh, that's cool. So you can see what's going on, yeah, yeah. with the art while they're reading it. Um, Venator2000 says, "I know one thing Trent didn't pick on in the comic book store. That girl, but um, bump."
1: Very good. <laughs> well, obviously he's in a hotel room right now with yeah. at least two other dudes.
2: Yeah, is that the
1: case? It is, right?
2: No, just uh, one other dudes uh, in, in in here with me. Ben from uh, he's a uh, he's our, our university webmaster.
1: So Ben's there. Yeah. Is, where, is he like, are you guys in separate rooms? You're in the same room?
2: Uh, two of us, two, uh, well, the boss has his own room. Right, surprised. right, so right. You know what I mean? And then then us plebs, you know, we're sharing a room.
1: I always thought it was plebs, but okay.
2: Is it plebs?
1: I don't know. Rubes. Can we say there you rube? go. There you go. A couple of rubes. So <laughs> is, but is it like what, just one hotel room? So you basically just got like the bathroom and the two beds and that's it? <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. it's so he's it's,
1: having to you know, wait. Wait, hold on. So he's having to wait and sit there and listen to all this?
2: Well, he doesn't have to. He's, he's like checking his emails and stuff,
1: but he's still having to listen to your conversation, right?
2: Say having like, like I'm holding him down, you know,
1: hold on, I mean? hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Give Ben the headset.
2: Ben, come here. I want to talk
1: to Ben if hey. he's willing.
2: No, dude, come on. Oh, no, he's, he, you know what he's doing? He's looking at uh, Lego stuff because there's a huge Lego store just around the corner from our hotel. Wow. Come here, come here dude. Come put this headset on. Okay, listeners. This is a, uh, this is. Well, yeah, I'll let Ben introduce himself.
1: Or sound of rattling plastic. Hi. Hi, Hello. Ben. My name's uh, Will. How the hell are you doing? Uh, good, and you? Good. So now not only are you being heard live on Smodcast.com, but you are also going to live in Eternum uh, uh, on a podcast as well. I hope you're prepared for that. Uh, so I'm just dying to know, as a guy who's sitting, first of all, how does Trent approach you with the fact that he's going to be doing this?
4: Um, I don't know. I kind of knew that he had that show or whatever you call it, radio show uh-huh. every every Sunday. So um, right. basically we talked about it, I think at the airport and he said, uh, yeah, I got to do my show. And I thought, wow, well, you got to do your show. How's that? We're going to be in a room. He said, yeah, we're going to do this with Skype and, uh. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to work out. And too, I, I was impressed, actually. I thought, wow, this is cool. You yeah, can technology,
1: you can do it anywhere now. Yeah, it's crazy today. Now, the it's other crazy. thing I'm wondering is, what does it sound like just hearing one
4: side of the conversation? Um, Yeah, that's a good question. because <laughs> I was browsing the web, but I was listening to what it was saying. And and a lot of time I thought, hmm, I wonder what the other guy is saying. Is this interesting? And actually, <laughs> I, I hear him like, Making comments and laughing about his own comments, so I'm t- <laughs> yeah, it seems kind of m- mental, doesn't it? Well, I don't. He has a good laugh, though. That's what I like in
1: Trent. Oh, <laughs> so, you, so, you guys are sharing yeah. a room, and you like his laugh. This sounds yeah, a little yeah, off, I mean,
4: man. Whatever he says seems that like good because he's gonna laugh so much about it. <laughs> it's gotta be good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the great thing about it. That's probably why he's he's doing great on the radio too. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, thanks for having a good sense of humor and hopping on mics, or I appreciate it. Give the headset back to Trent now.
4: Yep. Okay, good to see meet Thanks, you. Thanks, man. Bye. Wow. Now we get to
1: now it gets to sound like there are two cans of Play-Doh wrestling. Oh, there you are. Thank <laughs> you. Oh,
4: hey, dude.
2: So so yeah, that's that's uh, that's my buddy Ben. He's, Ben's a, uh, Ben's
1: he, very tolerant. That's nice.
2: Yeah, he is well, he's French. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, Cuz they're he, he,
1: known for their hospitality and oh what was the real
2: thing? um but it's funny so we were at this reception just just prior to this Uh when i when i came up and got on a reception for the conference and dude you wouldn't believe the ladies that would flock around him just to hear that french accent no
1: i would believe it man i would believe it as a matter of fact i got to tell you something this guy has got you just got to be his is he married
2: No, uh uh-uh.
1: Oh, okay. So, dude, be his wingman and start going everywhere with him.
2: Sure. Yeah. I mean,
1: not that there's going to be a lot of great places you can hit on a Monday night, but at least starting Tuesday night.
3: (laughs) You got to start hitting
1: all the single bars. (laughs) (laughs) He says,
2: I got to be your wingman. Yeah. I can can get your leftovers.
1: With that accent, yeah. Or just... After we get off the air tonight, you just do a drill down with him and just get that accent down <laughs> yeah. now you guys are having a conversation between yourselves, and none of us know what you're talking about no
2: I'm not no I'm not at all i'm 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 here and then I'm ready to do this
1: yeah, I'm glad you think you are. nobody knows what the hell you're saying
2: um. <laughs> Okay.
1: So where were we? So the, uh, uh, we were talking about the comic shop, you got cacophony and the, uh, Alan Moore run on Swamp Thing, which.
2: Yeah. Cause you've talked about that title forever and I, and I haven't ever read it at all.
1: Well, actually, you know, I think it was, uh, it was one of the podcasts, one of the smodcasts where Kevin was just speaking so passionately about the direction that Alan Moore had taken with the Swamp Thing title. Right. And, and I always had that in the back of my mind, but I really didn't do anything about it. Uh, but then when I was reading issue one of Widening Gyre, he right. makes a reference to Batman goes to Arkham and Arkham's overrun with vegetation. And mm-hmm. he's like, I only know one person who could do this, but he's not a person. He's a god. Right. Which was referring to Swamp Right. Which is the direction that title takes. You know, it kind of goes from being one thing that we've thought it was to something completely different. You know, he's he's more of an elemental, in tune with the green nature, whatever. Right. You know, and he's not actually a man. He's, I mean, it's very scientific. I, it's a good read if you've never gone back and read one of the, read that run. I I'd highly recommend it.
2: Not to mention, uh, Alan Moore's beard is impressive. Google Google Alan Moore and just look at the images, man. That beard is massive.
1: Alan Moore is the classic uh, example of a. Uh, Of an emo artist kid years down the line. (laughs) That's the only way I can think. You know what's funny is Ben sounded a lot better on mic than you do. I think maybe you need to move the microphone a little more away from your mouth, dude.
2: Am I just too loud, Will? I'm afraid
1: you're just too damn loud. (laughs) Suddenly I'm Huey Lewis and back to the future. (laughs) Sorry, fellas. Sorry. By the way, yesterday, November 5th, that's the anniversary of when Doc Brown invented time travel. Oh, is it really? Hey, yeah, he remembers it vividly. He was standing on his toilet, hanging a clock. The porcelain was wet. He slipped his head.
2: <laughs> and that's when he saw the flux capacitor. Yeah.
1: When he came to, he had a vision, a picture in his head, a picture of this. F- <laughs> I don't know how proud or sad I am of myself for remembering that yesterday.
2: No, that's, that's
1: great. I'm like November 5th. And then suddenly in the back of my head, I just, November 5th, 1955. So let's see now. Let's do a little math. 1955. <laughs> Right. Yeah. How old would Doc Brown be? Well, I don't care about that. So nineteen fifty five, that means it was the fifty sixth anniversary of the day he no. Forget it. Fifty six <laughs> years after the Wait, fact.
2: Oh hold on, hold on. Will's doing math, everyone. Yeah. Hold on.
1: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so uh so so things are going good in Shy Town and we were still able to hook up which is really good.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Because I
1: didn't know what direction you were going. Because I, I just got an instant message and was like, "Dude, I'm gonna be in Chicago on Sunday." I'm like, "Okay, have a good trip." <laughs> You're like, no, no, I still want to do the show.
2: Like, oh, okay, great, sure, whatever, dude, whatever. It was a good run while we had it.
1: Yeah, nice talking to you. But so, <laughs> but life is good in the big city for the small Logan, Utah town kid.
2: Yeah, oh, absolutely, and it's cool because like it, it reminds me a lot of when I lived in Newark. You know, so it's. And, and it's fun, man. You, there's people on the streets. The stores are open on Sundays, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's cool.
1: Very nice. Uh, by the way, everybody else in the uh, chat stream is also pointing out Guy Fawkes Day, which is also the 5th of November, but right. Yeah. Come on. I'm, I'm in the USA. If I hadn't watched V for Vendetta, I wouldn't know what that was.
2: Well, also, Will, um, did Facebook crash yesterday? Was yesterday the day? Yeah. The, the anonymous was going to take it on.
1: Oh, man, I missed it. Yeah. I don't think they did.
2: Well, it hasn't been in the news or anything. And I actually did read a thing uh, a couple of weeks ago that said that it was more just of a threat to be like, hey, we could do this. But, you know, get get your shit in line because we have the power. And, and they've moved on to other things like they did just take down a, a big uh, child pornography ring.
1: Well, thank God they're using not their too long ago, evil so. powers for good. Uh anonymous says facebook threat rumor not true by eleanor mills don't worry facebook users the sky's not falling you'll be able to update your status members of anonymous fed up with reports that the online activist group is going to take down the social network said today that the threat is not real right and was the work of one lone member without any support from the others oh okay oh wow there you go then well that's just that sucks
2: talk about taking away all my fun but I did see another thing, though that uh, the the Mexican uh, members of Anonymous were were going to be doing some things towards the cartel. Uh oh. Um. Now,
1: now, now you're hybriding real life into Sons of Anarchy and confusing the hell out of me. <laughs> You can't talk about cartel. By the way, there is nothing. (laughs) There's nothing more confusing, or not confusing. There's nothing more sad sounding in my life when I'm watching Sons of Anarchy. My wife is asking, "What's going on?" And I'm having, "Well, they're having some troubles with the cartel." Because I just know she wants to say cartel. Really? You're just gonna (laughs) throw that out there, like you know what a cartel even is?
2: Yeah, like like you you know the politics involved. Yeah. the cartel and the drug trade. A lot of TV
1: shows just make you sound crazy when you're trying to explain them. <laughs> well, like, you like sound to try and
2: explain Doctor Who to anybody.
1: Oh boy.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, see, there's these Daleks, and they've got these plungers that come out of their crotch, and they shoot lasers, but they're actually controlled by giant brains.
1: Which, by the way, Community once again uh, going with their theme of Doctor Space Time <laughs> or Inspector Space Time.
2: Inspector Space Time, right? Abed and
1: and um. Troy having a little Inspector Space Time parody at the uh, tail end. Those little stingers they like to put at the end of the show to try and get you to stick around and keep watching. And they had an Inspector Space Time thing. And once again, even the parody Daleks in that thing, they've got these tubes oh. coming out of their crotch that the lasers are shooting from. And I'm just like, that's not right. <laughs> at least the, the Dalek plunger looks like an arm. The, no. <laughs> No, that's almost as bad Uh-oh. as the bong from the Halloween show
2: <laughs> when I saw that man, it killed me i was I was just like, "Oh, I wish I was watching this with will just to see his disgust right now
1: <laughs> the the inspector space time thing kind of cracks me up, but you know it's a it's it's it it's it's even more funny because there really is this kind of uh, I don't know if it's an artificial perception, but, you know, Doctor Who really has taken on a new level of popularity here in America. So much so that, you know, I was on Monday, I was at my daughter's school. Cause, you know, they, they still have the costume parade at her school.
2: Oh, uh-huh. What did,
1: what did she, what did she go ask? Uh, my daughter was a leopard. Oh, cool. You know, which was just black bodysuit, ears and a tail. Done. Okay. Sure. Good on her. Not crazy like her dad. Wait,
2: black bodysuit. Wouldn't that be a panther?
1: No, it's a leper. Just go with it. Shut up. So there was the parade was going on and there was (laughs) out of all of these kids, all of these elementary school grade children. There was one brave soul, one brave kid who I'm I don't I'm guessing one of his parents is, is British because sure enough, he comes walking by and he's the doctor. Oh, which which he's season? He's got the he's got this one. He's got the tweed coat, the bow tie, the sonic screwdriver of the eleventh. He's the eleventh doctor. And I, I I was like, wow, that is awesome. And at the same time, I'm like, I feel sorry for this kid having to explain his costume all day who he is, to right. other kids. I mean, it's just like, who are you? I'm the doctor. You don't look like a what? doctor.
2: What doctor?
1: Yeah, exactly. No, and, I'm the doctor. Well, where's your stethoscope? No, no, I'm the doctor
2: see, I don't need a stethoscope. I have this magic screwdriver that vibrates sonic
1: screwdriver. it doesn't vibrate. it's sonic. it makes noise. <laughs> Get it right
2: <laughs> now your your screwdriver is that the the eleventh screwdriver? I have an
1: eleventh, and I have the tenth. Oh both see this is the eleventh and this is the uh tenth the David Tennant <laughs> doctor. Which, which, by the way, is a, it's a <laughs> lot more compact. It's tiny compared to the, the 11th really is, it really looks like you throw a pair of batteries in it and a housewife's going to go to town with it, but.
2: We call that a home wrecker.
1: Yeah, there you go. Woo, Nelly. <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, the thing that I love about community once again is, you know, they kind of catch on to these things and, and there really is this, this level of popularity, uh, perceived popularity anyway, especially if you, if you go on like Facebook. You know, it, I don't know whether it's just because of the people that I know, but I seem to see a lot of Doctor Who mentions on there from people that I wouldn't expect them from. Right. And so, you know, once again, community just kind of taps into this. They need to have something for Abed to, to watch because of the whole Cougar Town being mid-season thing. And, and so they go with a Doctor Who parody that, you know, well, of course there's years and years of content there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Von Cleef says, speaking of Doctor Who, Will, what if Doctor Who's first name is just, just the,
1: the, which would be great. <laughs> which would be great. By the way, the, the season finale of Doctor Who, I don't know, we haven't discussed it. You still haven't watched it cold, have you? Um, No. huh? No. Okay. See, because I, I would love to still get your reaction on that because it was a very, uh, as as the Brits would say, it was very cheeky what they did in the end. <laughs> You know, well, cause yeah, this whole, got- the whole season was built around this one group that wanted to stop this one incident from happening. Okay. And you know, the, and the whole big thing is like, you know, at that time, the question that's in plain sight will be answered. The, the question will be answered. The one that's been in plain sight all this time. And then, okay. and they don't want that to happen. Cause when they do that, they say silence will fall.
2: Well, I plan on being, being through the season by the Christmas special.
1: Okay. Good. Okay. So I'm going to save what the question is, but it's very cheeky. Okay. By the listen to you, you got it all mapped up. Before the Christmas special happens, I'm gonna have seen it all.
2: <laughs> See, yeah, man. I, wait, wait. But here's the thing, though. What does cheeky mean? You know. Define it for me. Ah, uh,
1: I don't want to like a uh, smartassy, kind okay. of in a way.
2: Okay. Like, you know, like, or or, you know,
1: or rambunctious
2: rambunctious i i really i i hope and pray that there's a, a someone in the uk a brit prefer preferably i'm guessing that could explain to me you know through the hashtag netheads what cheeky means
1: oh well i mean uh mary whatever her name is will be able to yeah is that galea Galia? i don't know g-a-l-e-a don't know. how do you pronounce that I'm sure people love tuning in, hearing us discuss how to pronounce the <laughs> how name. How to up. pronounce
2: is, – now, is it, is it Venator 2000? No, Venator. To, it's Venator. Like, it's senator.
1: like Senator. Venator 2000.
2: <laughs> nah, we still have never figured out Calban or Koban or yeah, – I just
1: who. go with Calvin, <laughs> Kind of like program.
2: And I'm guessing Mary's last name is Gaelic.
1: No. Not,
2: like like the, the, the etymology comes from the Gaelic language would be my guess.
1: Oh, yeah. The answer could be in plain sight too, which it is. It was the question – Always in plain sight, but anyway. <laughs> the answer could be in plain sight, too. I want to go back and watch this last season. It was a really good season. Uh, really, the, the uh, other than the curse of the black spot, it was a really enjoyable season all around.
2: Um, What are we talking about? Here's a question. This is the 11th Doctor, and he's been the Doctor for how many seasons?
1: <laughs> Rounder Ninja says, whatever her name is. Way to connect with the fans, well. <laughs> I'm so, look, I I'm luckily I can read Router Ninja altogether. I mean there was the whole Venator Venator two thousand debate when the and show I, first launched, I, for gosh sakes.
2: And I thought his name came from uh you know a class of uh starship in Star Wars that the Empire has.
1: Cheeky is naughty but not offensive, and it's Galilea. By the way, nope, it's Maltese. Oh, it's Maltese, okay.
2: Okay. Galilea Galilea. Mary Galilea. <laughs> Who is also now reading um, Chew? She just picked up uh, the first trade back paperback of Chew, which has been one of my favorite comics um, of the past year. Is that about cannibalism? Um, kind of, actually, yeah.
1: Well, there you go. Look at that. The name says it all. <laughs> what are we talking about? I am. So, I don't know. I don't even know what's going on.
2: How cheeky the 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 last episode was. Slash, I had asked you, you know, how the, this is the eleventh Doctor. How many seasons has he been on?
1: How many seasons has the 11th Doctor been on?
2: Yes. Oh,
1: okay. That's simple. Two. Okay. And the question is, how many will he end up going for? Now, the thing is, uh this whole thing that they talked about this season that's eventually revealed mm-hmm. is that they say on the shore of whatever, when the 11th falls, when the 11th falls, meaning, you know, I, I kind of have a funny feeling they don't uh, – maybe – Matt Smith has said, I'll do it for, like, one or two more seasons. They're already setting up his exit, I think, with the the things that happened this season.
2: How long was David Tennant on?
1: He had three regular seasons. And, yeah, because he was uh, the second, the third, second series, third series. And then... Oh no, it was, was it two? Re- I get so confused. Yeah, three regular series because there was one Billy Piper. Okay. So three regular series. And then there was the year of the specials, which okay. kind of bridged the seasons where they had uh, four special holiday events kind of things. And then, um, just his final episode led into the fifth season. So, so the year of the specials are, are like considered the fourth series.
2: So, so basically then. You're you're saying the life of a doctor is not one that's very long.
1: No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. But but who knows? I mean, he had to have been going for a long time. I don't know, dude. It's T V. Come on. <laughs> I mean, the show itself is also not gonna go on forever. I mean it, whoa, it already whoa. it already fell out of fashion at one point and then was revived back into existence in two thousand and five. So well, it's
2: because geeky chic, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? We we are we are within the zeitgeist.
1: Yes, we are. We are. The audience <laughs> doesn't think so anymore. They're like, "What are you going to bring me some tech news again, man? Come on. Let's talk it's, about some hyper technology.
2: Um, Sparky Mist on Twitter wants to know what the, the toll-free call-in number is.
1: Uh, oh, we said that at the top of the hour. It's 866-610-9455. And if the microphone isn't in the way, I'll see that you're calling. Yeah, so. (laughs) That's a pretty big if. Now, we did, last week it was interesting because people called in and they were like, "We they couldn't hear us.
2: Yeah, we had issues going on. But
1: then right after the show, I'm like, dude, what's your cell phone number again? And I called you and you heard me just fine.
2: Absolutely fine.
1: And that was while I still even left your line open. So I don't know what the heck was going on. I don't know, Will. Maybe one soft phone doesn't like another. But I have a funny feeling Amy was calling from her cell phone, so. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know yeah, what to tell you. Yeah, it wasn't just from 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 VoIP because because I'm assuming the Adam Wells called in from uh, on on uh, on a VoIP. Yeah, Whether it was Google Voice or, or Skype or whatever. One of them crazy things. <laughs> Voice over Internet Protocols. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, is re- that what re-
1: VoIP stands for? I thought it was just people making fun of me. <laughs>
2: yeah, what was it again? Will one more time?
1: 866-610-9455. That's 866-610 will. Yeah. With two L's. Two L's. Not just one, but two. Right. So did you get a little, uh, did you get a little, uh, cocky when, uh, you know, you got recognized in public? No, no. Well, gosh, obviously no. not if at first he said, hey, you sound my nation. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I was, I was totally flattered, man. Like I, I'm sure I went beat red and my erection just popped right through my pants.
1: Okay. <laughs> Very interesting.
2: You know, because I was excited. That's uh-huh. how, when it, <clears throat> <clears throat> right,
1: so there's that. You know, I don't know about you, um, <laughs> but <laughs> what, what are you laughing at?
2: You don't know about me, what? Will? Where's the? Where's well, this no, I from? don't
1: know about you, but I just I'm kind of amazed at how s- the book about Steve Jobs biography is. Oh, is just like selling like hotcakes. Well,
2: it's hot, man. It, they couldn't have marketed it. It couldn't have come out at a better time.
1: I well, they, that's why they. I, that's why they pushed it up. I mean, it wasn't supposed to release until like I, it came out what a week ago. Um, yes. I think they rushed the, uh, oh, wait a minute. There's the phone. Let's get the phone. And then we'll finish that thought right there. Uh, let's see now. Caller, who are you? Where are you calling from?
3: This is Nick from Santa Rosa, California. Well, this actually the guy ran into you. At oh, the this
1: lobby. is, yeah, this is the dude that, 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 that can't, I, hey, I even got your name right last week. Right hey, on.
2: Is, is this the dude with the yeah. nice cock?
1: No. This is the guy that works in the eight <laughs> with the HVAC. Oh, okay. He's the one that makes our environments more tolerable.
2: Right. (laughs) Yeah,
3: no, it was cool. Uh, The reason I called in, actually, is um, a couple of things. Number one, you know, I mean, obviously everyone that generates around Kevin Smith, we're all pretty much in one form or another a Batman fan. But the one thing I've noticed is I haven't really heard a lot of talk on any of the podcasts about this new batman game that they came out with this arkham city
1: <laughs> we we discussed it a li- just a little bit last week trent's got it but it's still in the box and i don't get to play it but but there are a lot of people a lot of listeners that you know uh, they make it very clear in their comments that they are uh, playing it trent have you had a chance to to hit the hit it at all
2: yeah, I, I haven't hit that yet, but. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, what are we talking about? The bong or the girl or the video game? I'm not sure. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, my, my, a good friend of mine, and, and if, if you're following along with the, the netheads tags, jump in on this, guys, because I'm sure they'll all agree. Um, good friend of mine said it is the best, uh, comic book video game he's ever played. Hands down.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'd have to completely agree with that, because I just finished it about two days ago, and I mean, not to spoil it for anybody, but the ending is just mind-blowing. I mean, I sat there with my jaw on my lap.
2: Oh, sweet, man. Um, now, how how many hours did it take you? Uh, I think I put in... 16
3: to 18 hours into it but i spend a lot of time aimlessly wandering around i i have like add when it comes to games like that it, any little shiny object in the game distracts me from the main point of the game so you know focusing on the main quest i've heard some people say they can blow through the uh, the actual main storyline within like two to three hours but i really delved into the whole game itself
2: well the the, the game it's uh, there's a lot of hidden content right
3: Oh, yeah, there's just a ridiculous amount of it. I mean, yeah, you get to a point where you start realizing that there's, uh, the Riddler's got, um, secret agents all over the town. And so then you start interviewing them and finding out where the Riddler's hidden all his riddles and those. Start, I mean, it just turns into a mess on your map after a while.
2: Right, right.
1: Wow. That sounds like my kind of game because even just with the, um, like the Lego lines, like with the Lego trilogy, or right, the uh, or the entire saga, right? You know, they they purposely put in uh, stuff just to get you to keep coming back. Like, you know, you're in the first level, but they're showing you areas that you either have to be, you know, it, uh, hello, evil Jedi are called. Uh, you have to be like a Siths? yeah, you need to be a Sith to come back to, or a bounty hunter to
2: get in those kind of things. Oh, so, well, there's pe- right. there's some people on the on the Twitter feed that say to turn up uh, our caller's uh, input a little bit. Uh he's as loud as he's gonna get. Speak louder. <laughs> Speak louder for you. Use, can do use that. your Trent voice.
1: <laughs> Please don't use your Trent voice.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I I've always felt the same way about those kind of games though. I mean they they've gotta have more than just uh you know go from point A to point B to point C. It's gotta have a storyline. I mean that's what matters. You know, and that's what I get sucked into. And that game's got just probably one of the best storylines I've ever seen. And it's really gotten me back into the whole Batman genre and making me dig out the old comics and start hunting down the old storylines again. And maybe even possibly getting back into the, uh, the new DC comics and everything. I mean, it was that, that engrossing.
2: Well, and, and if that's your case, man, I would definitely suggest jumping into, um, the, the, um, David Finch, who's writing um, uh, Dark Knight right now, I have really liked. I think that's been some of the best um, stuff coming out of the New Fifty Two so far.
3: Excellent, so. yeah. Because the the Batman that I've always really dug has always been the the darker, almost sociopathic uh, right. Batman, the one where he he's constantly struggling with where's the line that where does he draw the line? And, right. and you know, like the old Frank Miller ones, always just blew mm-hmm. my mind. They were always just amazing.
1: Yeah, I like my Batman brooding, antisocial, and somewhat unstable. Right. Exactly. Which is kind of like the reason, during the whole Nightfall saga, which, you know, kind of got lost with the whole death of Superman when that happened. You know, uh, Batman's coming off a horrible virus, and Bane has released all the villains from Arkham Asylum. And then it's just several issues of Bruce Wayne being exhausted and having to clean up this mess. Well, Batman, not Bruce Wayne. And, you know, and Batman is just more and more exhausted and he's getting closer and closer to the line. And I I just love that gritty Batman. Right. Well, there's a show title if I ever heard one.
2: I just love that gritty Batman. I
1: love that gritty Batman.
2: Yeah,
3: I I can't wait to to when uh, Kevin ever gets into doing this Batman on Batman that he keeps threatening to do. I I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to see which directions he goes towards and the and the stuff that he really focuses on. Yeah, I I bet he's got a real unique outlook on the whole series and all the different directions that Batman has gone in over the you know decades.
1: Well, I know that uh he's and he said this on the morning show and when, especially when Paul Dini was in, Paul Dini was one of the writers on the Arkham games and he's the guy who uh Kevin wants to do The first edition of Fat Man on Batman with because the both have, uh, you know, a common love for the character, not to mention Paul Dini is the one who created uh, Harley Quinn.
2: Oh, right.
1: Yes. So there's some awesome history there. So and and, but I'm like you. Yeah, because I've always said this about a podcast, you know, unless it's like this pathetic one that started with something and never goes in that direction again. Uh, podcasts are great because they are tiny little private broadcasting mediums where you can find exactly what you, the subject matter you want to hear about. You know, it, it's custom catering when it comes to broadcasting. And that's the show I want to hear because anytime he's going on about, about the upcoming Batman movie and the stuff that's been revealed, I, I just get glued listening to his passion on it. Now I sound like a stalker. Oh. Somebody else say something. <laughs>
3: No, <laughs> I I feel the same way. Whenever he gets when <clears throat> I've always been, you know, kind of a casual fan of the Batman series. I mean, I've never gotten deep into the comics, but any time a Batman movie has popped up or anything that's you know kind of veered off from the comics, I I find myself just gravitating to almost immediately. And so you know, each time he starts getting into those, just like you're saying, every time on the morning show when he gets into that. Hey, I, I just, I'm glued to what he's listening to. I find myself, you know, like I said to you at the uh, Castro, I'm usually listening to show I'm up on a roof, working on an HVAC unit or something of that nature. And then if he starts getting into that, I find myself just sitting there staring at this unit, my tools sitting in my lap, while I'm just glued to what he's talking about, trying to find on my iPhone what he's talking about. hmm Right.
1: Well, it's good to know that if the entertainment gets too good, there's a man on a roof somewhere that may fry himself.
3: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, you guys have already caused one almost car accident on 101, so... Oh,
1: yeah, give us more details on that one. I love that story again. Tell everybody. He told this to me, and I'm like, oh, my lemonade has never served such a greater purpose before.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well... Well, you know, number one, you kind of have to understand the area. And I know, uh, Will, you probably know this area better than most, but you know the area that everyone refers to as the Novato Narrows.
0: Yes. You know, it's
3: 101, it's right in between Novato and, and Petaluma, and it's where 101 really shrinks down to just two lanes. And it is a nightmare 90% of the time. I mean, it's never good traffic. It'll, it'll race up to 65 miles an hour, and then out of nowhere, it'll drop down to 20 for no reason, none whatsoever, other than just congestion. And so I'm usually listening to the any of the Smodcast shows while I'm driving around because I'm in my truck for hours on a day, and I was listening to you guys talking, and I'm one of those people where I picture things in my head a lot, and I already know that will during that show was talking about how he's got six or seven computers all laid out in front of him all these laptops <laughs> so I've got this mentally with some table with you know a little bit of the uh, you know uh rise you know. Different heights on the table, and you know one laptop up here and one in front of him over here, and then there's just wires all over the place. And he's kind of sh- squeezed the drink somewhere in between a full <laughs> laptop, wires wrapped around it. And then you know he's talking, and suddenly there's the the, the match scramble in the back while he's trying to professionally hold on to the story, and you know something's already going on. <laughs> and then finally, there's a break and says, "Yeah, so here I am holding my laptops." I need to get a towel, you know, the drinks going, hold on a moment. But at this point, I've got it in my head. He's He's got one, you know, balance in his hand. He's leaning towards the microphone trying to talk. Well, maybe, you know, he's possibly even picking a foot up trying to reach a towel that's on the side of the room that he's not quite getting to yet. That's what I think. <laughs> and suddenly, traffic decides right at that moment, it's time to go from 65 down to 25 right now. So I'm I'm clenching the steering wheel. <laughs> You're lost traffic in the vision. Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah. And so so you can understand where it went from there. So, yes, that's, that's the car accident you almost caused with your lemonade. I,
1: I, I like in the description where basically I'm the computer version of hoarders.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is dead on.
1: Yeah, that, that's real nice. I appreciate that, Nick. Yeah.
3: Well,
1: that's real good. I think good we're
3: again. all computer nerds at one point. You know, I mean, most of us that listen to this, story, this show are probably computer nerds of our own. And if at some point or another had that desk where you've got the multiple computers with wires running everywhere and you're trying to, to do something, there, there's something involved in this mess that you call call your computer desk. And it, it always it invariably ends up with a drink being knocked over at some point or another, no matter how careful you try to be about it. Yeah,
2: you can't win. <laughs> oh we'll just build something I can
1: tell. No, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to take a picture, but the problem is there's so much crap in front of me. I can't capture it all.
3: (laughs) You need to get one of those cameras with the panoramic.
1: Yeah, I needed a panoramic one, but I don't have one handy. Let's throw the hashtag on there. Sorry, everybody. I don't mean to be distracted, but it hates me. Well, I'll
3: let you get get back to the podcast. I think I've uh, kidnapped it long enough. But, hey, thanks a lot for the show, and I'm definitely going to keep listening with
1: you guys. Well, I really appreciate it, man. And i got to tell you, you really made my night getting out there because I was – Like I said, at the time, I was stepping, I just got done out in the lobby, you know, trying to check up on somebody that uh, was going to be there and and didn't. And, you know, getting to San Francisco is always very stressful for me. It it, it bugs the living hell out of me. And on a Friday night, it's no worse. And then And then actually getting recognized, that just, that's one of those moments where you're just like, hey, look at me, I'm special. So that was really (laughs) nice of you. I appreciate it. What, well, was, it, know, the, what it, was it? What was it the It's you
3: it in very good watching the whole Smodcast community, you know, build up from where it is? Because I, I picked up on the the Smodcast network when um, Jan, Tom, Bob just got started. So Smodcast had been running for a couple of years. So I've seen all these shows kind of grow out of it over the years, and you know, yours is one of the ones that I've latched onto more than most. I mean, you guys, Hollywood Babylon, Jan, Tom, Bob get old, and then of course the morning show and Smodcast, the original show. But um, you know, this is one of the ones that I try to make the time to catch
1: live. Well, I really, I really appreciate that because I got to tell you, my favorite's HBO, and I can never listen to that one live.
3: Oh yeah, I love that one. I I actually am trying to make plans with my brother to get down to LA and see that show live down at the Lovitz. So I think that'd just be amazing.
1: What you got to do is you got to go down for the Comic Con theater, man, November nineteenth. Make an event because <laughs> whoa, that is just some quality nice. entertainment. Huh? 19th no kidding, of this month? Him. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we'll have to see what we can do to pull that together. I mean, it's it's starting to turn into a slow period for us, work-wise. So that's actually a possibility for us.
1: So my question, uh, did you recognize me because of the costume, or was it because of the, uh, or was it just from the picture on the artwork?
3: Well, it's a little of everything. Number one, it was a costume. You know, I saw you wearing the costume, and I thought, okay, I, that looks like either Willy Walker or Doctor Who, one or the other, because I caught you from behind at first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and I remembered you were, you said something, you were coming as one or the other, and I couldn't remember quite off. But then you turned around, and I saw your face, and that's when I recognized you off the, uh, the little logo for the show. But then, you know, I was also sitting in the crowd when you came up to Kevin, and you, you know, Kevin's like, hey, it's Will, oh, you know, and all that. So,
5: <laughs> oh, okay, that, it was like, after that fact. Off. Okay,
1: oh, wow. very cool, man. Yeah. Well, keep on working, and I hope we don't end up causing you to accidentally fry yourself.
3: (laughs) Well, I'll try not to. So, hey, yeah, you guys keep on trucking. I'm definitely loving the show.
1: All right, sir. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. There we go. And if you want to call in like Nick, you can at 866-610-9455. See, I even remembered his name. That made me feel good because, quite frankly, I'm an idiot when it comes to people's names.
2: Yeah, you, you didn't refer to him, oh, you know, that uh, that one chick, that one the, on the on the Twitter.
1: <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, <laughs> I appreciate that.
2: <laughs> There's a lot of talk on the Twitter stream right now about your desk. It's, uh, people are actually saying it's, it's even neater than they have, might have imagined.
1: Well, that is because uh, there was somebody that came over to our house on Tuesday night to record a little bit for a um, – one of the commercials that runs on Smodcast, they, oh, uh-huh. they came up with an idea, and I thought, oh, that's funny. Because it turns out the guy that did the announcing on it, um, he didn't actually uh, pronounce something right. And oh. so we were able to turn it into something that uh, you can hear it running on the stream now between shows. Uh, I thought it was kind of funny because he says Edinburgh Festival Theater, and it's Edinburgh Festival Edinburgh, Theater. Edinburgh, right. And I've never paid attention to the commercial. You know, they're just like, "Ah, hey, we got to get some royalty-free music behind, slap some up there and let's get this thing going." Which so I do, I make it happen. And um <laughs> that's what you do, Will. Yeah, so I don't really I don't tend to listen to the content unless it's something specific, like if they say an email address, I'll pay attention to it to make sure that like that does jive. Uh like one time I did catch it where the email address changed like midway. I'm like, wow. Uh-huh. Two email addresses. That does not sound right. But, uh, but with this, I didn't, I never caught that. If I, if I had heard that, I would have acknowledged, acknowledged it and I, I would have, uh, said something. So, uh, I, I thought it played out really good. I'm trying to, <laughs> now I'm trying to talk and, and find the file at the same time, which just isn't going to work.
2: Well, and also I would, I mean, I would also love to hear from, uh, any of our listeners who might have gone to the HBO special over uh, the weekend. Oh, in Vegas? Yeah. Vegas, baby because I know I know Mike York went um and that was his his first uh um time he got to see Kevin live or anything like that so I, yeah if, if there's any listeners I would love to hear how it was and uh, what what we all missed out on by uh, not being able to be there
1: okay hold on here's that commercial I found it I found it
0: here it is Hey, UK, Smodco's dynamic duo are invading your country in February 2012. Jay and Silent Bob are going to give you some awesome oral. Storytelling, that is. At the Manchester Apollo on February 17th, Hammersmith Apollo on February 18th, and Edinburgh Festival Theatre. It's
5: Edinburgh Festival Theatre, you fuckwit. Edinburgh Festival Theatre on February the
4: 19th.
0: Then, on February (laughs) 1st, they're heading across the pond to Dublin, Ireland, to pull shenanigans at Vicar Street. Fuck, man, I gotta work on these accents. Jay and Silent Bob, getting all up in your guts, UK, in Feb 2012. Tickets to these and all Smodco shows at csmod.com.
2: Not bad, right? No, no, not bad at all. Yeah, so that was a
1: little way to to make it a little funny, While, uh, while, you know getting the content out there in a better way. Right. Because she had even said to me, like, every time I hear that commercial, it drives me insane. Well, (laughs) and I'm like, if it's bugging you, it's bugging. Because the idea is if you hear one person complain, that means they at least represent the voice of 10 other people. Right. So, you know, if we had had like 20 complaints about that, then that's like 200 people that are getting annoyed by it and so on and so on. Wow, I did math. I'm proud. (laughs)
2: Whoa! Good job,
1: Will. Yeah, I know. You're the Scooby <laughs> snack. So the uh so she, she was over and had to come up here into the uh the disgusting room that really has no excuse for being this way. Uh huh. And so I I quickly tried to tidy up the desk. So, I,
2: <laughs> so what you're telling me is your drawers are full of stuff now? No, there are
1: no drawers in this office. My <laughs> wife constantly says to me, you know. Can we get you some office furniture and make it look like an office? Because I've got—it's one of those. Uh, back in the dot-com boom, they were—they were very popular. They were the—the uh, the door desks, as they were called, where it's a piece of wood that. Even though this one's nicer, this one isn't. It's not really a door desk, but there were ones where they just would literally take what you would conventionally hang up as a hollow door, slap, oh, uh-huh. slap four legs on them, and congratulations—you got a desk. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I've got, too. But I don't mind because I'm able to utilize all of this space. But, you know, um, it, it needed to be tidied up. So everything that pretty much got hit when the lemonade spilled was gone. Right. By that time. Practically everything. It's still a freaking mess. And it's got no excuse. But then again, you know, I have to do important things. Like last night I had to watch Green Lantern. And for some reason this morning I or today I had to watch Gulliver's Travels. I've actually watched a lot of movies in the last 48 hours.
2: The, the Gulver's cha- uh, travels with, um. Jack Black. Uh, Jack Black. Not the Ted Danson one.
1: No. So I did, I threw that on uh, mainly for my daughter. She was watching that. Sure. What else did I watch? God, I keep oh. putting movies on left and right. Tell, tell us, tell us your review. What did you think of Green Lantern? Uh, you know, honestly, it's, I, I don't know. After talking to you, <clears throat> mm-hmm. I thought it was really bad. Right. Um, but in sitting da- back and watching, watching it, I mean, it had its flaws, but I found fa- I still found it really entertaining.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was entertaining. Yeah. Just it could have been so much
1: more. Well, I think the problem, I mean, uh, my whole problem with this uh, was kind of similar in a way to Thor. They both, okay. they both start out with this lengthy exposition. Right. Where they're having to tell me the story. Right. And it's like already you're losing me when, when the movie first starts and you're talking to me. You know, I mean, it's one thing to watch the actors talking to amongst themselves. And then learning the story via, you know, secondhand exposition, as I like to think of it, when when people are discussing and they're telling the stuff, but hopefully not in a ham handed way. <laughs> right. But but with that, I mean, I don't know. It's just like they're throwing too much information at the uninitiated is the way no, I think no, of it. I, I,
2: I agree with you on that one. And my biggest beef was that it felt like they were just setting things up for uh Sinestro in the second movie the whole time, more so than actually, you know, making us care about Hal Jordan.
1: Yeah, yeah, because uh, Sinestro was – he really was more front and center than Hal Jordan was.
2: Yeah, man. And
1: really just – they spent the entire movie just making him this unlikable prick. Right. I mean, they really wanted to make – and and at the same time, after everything they went through, why would he put on the yellow ring?
2: Right, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, anyway, it's – yeah, it bugged me, but it was fun. It's a fun movie though. Um, but it's, it's, it's interesting though to see where Green Lantern's going, at least in the, um, Justice League right now, because that's, it's almost like they've embodied that Ryan Reynolds cocky, you know, uh, Hal Jordan. So in the Justed League, it is Hal Jordan. Mm-hmm. But in the Green
1: Lantern comic, it's Sinestro. Correct. That's not confusing at all. <laughs> Is it Hal what? Jordan with the ring? Yes. I don't understand. There's there's multiple rings.
2: It's a corpse. I mean, a core.
1: Excuse no, me. No, no, I understand that. But in, in the in the Green Lantern one where it's Sinestro, I thought Hal Jordan didn't have a ring. I thought he was given the boot.
2: Well, dude, it, and that's that's another problem. Is there there isn't really like any stream of continuity between comic to comic?
1: Oh, that's not nerds don't like that
2: no Mm -mm. not at all
1: no you're gonna you're gonna bring on some 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 internet ray i'm sure they already have oh yeah yeah but hey you know speaking of which i i I gotta um am i immature for laughing at knob slot no
2: (laughs) (laughs) no no that's always funny
1: uh, I've not seen Green Lantern, but Reynolds looks so bored in the promo photos. Seriously, uh, I don't know. It, the the mask was a little bit offsetting too. It just didn't. I don't know. The costume. Uh, it it all just didn't come together. And like you said, it could have been so much more.
2: Right. But yeah, you know, that, they, like exactly. they really
1: it, think of how much more movie they could have told if they just if they if they had just made him as this as the cocky Hal Jordan who you know doesn't have fear and he just he knows what to do right Right. you know if they'd gone with that direction they could have made so much more movie like oh look there's this backstory between the creepy scientist guy and hal jordan that really makes no relevance whatsoever
2: here yep yeah, well, and, and 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 he's like super cocky, you know, in the in the beginning or whatever, and then right in the middle he turns into emo, um, Hal Jordan. Oh, on, ring oh I'm got just it. gonna give up. The ring uh. got him
1: wrong. I can't do this. Uh. I, I, I'm a nobody. Get him, <laughs> man. I can't do this job.
2: <laughs> and just leaves like, and the court's cool with that. They're like, whatever. You know, just take your ring. Yeah, go. it's
1: cool. Just take the ring, the all powerful <laughs> ring. That's, yeah, right on, man. It's a consolation. Just, it's all right. Some dork in Brentwood, California has one too. Doesn't work, but we don't mind people having these. Go ahead. Just run yeah, with that.
2: You, you, you can get them as uh, Toys R Us if they're, you know, like a, like a keychain, then modify it yourself.
1: The Adam just. Wells wants to know Has Hollywood finally stopped giving Ryan Reynolds chances to be a big Hollywood star? Uh, uh, I don't know because I'm sure somewhere in production is the proposal too. So right,
2: well, and that, Deadpool that, is also going to happen.
1: Yeah. So that that movie hit. So probably not. No, he his, his
2: and here's why. Will his abs are just too chiseled to to let go. Okay. They're they're
1: just they're too they're too nice. Oh, you said let go. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant Lego. Like they're too chiseled to put into a Lego character.
2: What?
1: I'm like okay, fine. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's you know the whole time change. My mind is all whacked out. I'm just not with it, brother. I'm
2: sorry. That and yes, uh, a small figure of of the Lego wouldn't work very well. No, for it wouldn't. I guess.
1: <laughs> von cleef by the way got really bent out of shape last night too and he brings it up again here he is the worst superhero people figure out his identity after his first appearance well yeah all they give him is a mask that's it <laughs> the, the lead character even says what just because i can't see your cheekbones i'm not gonna know it's you
2: <laughs> right
1: <laughs> the girl playing sapphire you know it's just like come on uh, what is it? now which one was that that was uh brooke lively Right. There's too many, I don't know, the the lively and wild and I I don't know. There's, uh, I get confused with all these modern day actresses. I'm slowly going to involve them all into just one actress who I'll never be able to track.
2: (laughs) Um, Mike Bjork says, so, so he was at the, at the show and he said he had friends that were with him at the show and he hopes that, um, the audio of the table of drunks getting thrown out of it gets put into the podcast.
1: Uh, as long as you weren't that table of drunks, I hope so, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the uh, I, I'm, i you know, actually, I have it here. I could listen to how the mix was, but um, I don't know uh, something about the Lovett's mix. I want to get my hands on that. I want to balance it out a little bit more. I want to hear them a little more in the audience. Not quite so much. Right. At least during the general laughter time. That's a show that could really do with like an extra day or two with production if things were recorded on separate channels. So that way you could really bring the audience up on the laughs and you can mm-hmm. bring them up on the interaction and then you could lower them down just to light atmosphere when it's going on. That's my opinion though. I could be wrong.
2: And, and one thing though too is it's kind of cool though because there are so many of those, you know, especially for comedians. Um, where they're only they're they're laying in laughs afterwards. You know, they've only taken audio from the actual set, yeah, and then they will lay it in afterwards. So, it, I mean, in that respect, it is cool to see that that is the 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 actual interaction that they're having. Yeah, with the you know,
1: HBO, the Hollywood Babylon, laughter from the audience fits well. Never question laughter right. during Whitney. That's got to be canned. <laughs>
2: People like actually going to watch Whitney the film a uh, uh, episode. Totally can. They're being paid. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but yeah, Green Lantern. It was okay. It was entertaining. It it, it had me gripped. Not gripped. It had me watching from beginning to end. Right. I, I just would have. I really wish last night there was a there was a moment where of hesitation where I'm like, do I go Captain America or Green Lantern? I'm like, Captain America just came out. I got to get the Green Lantern thing out of the way. Right. I've just got to do it. I'm trying to think of what other movies. Oh, I also ended up watching yesterday afternoon. I don't remember what was going on. My daughter was playing and my wife was out of the house. So I'm like, I started watching Cyrus.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. With John C. Riley.
1: Yeah. And that's a great film. Yeah. I know. I was shocked, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm sorry. My favorite part of the whole thing is just when he's, when Jonah Hill's character is playing his music. For John C. (laughs) C. Riley, and he's just giving him that cold stare the whole time. (laughs) It was a movie that was that was pleasantly awkward. I guess that's the way to put it. Yeah,
2: it it really was. was, Well, and it shows John C. Riley can act.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I still there was a fine line between what he did in that movie and his character in Step Brothers for me. I don't
0: know why.
2: I don't know why. <laughs> was, was it the same character just put in a in a, in a uh, serious situation? Yeah, in a more realistic – let's take away
1: some of the childhood tendencies or, or maybe – I don't know. I mean really it, <laughs> you saw he could act from Boogie Nights. You know what oh, I mean?
2: Oh, god. I totally forgot about that. Yeah.
1: So I mean he's an established actor but uh, just after – So much of the – and and that was the only problem, I think, with the film for me is that the two primary people in there, they were doing serious work when I'm just not programmed to accept them that way. As serious – yeah. I'm used to John C. Riley now being the jackass uh, sidekick to whatever Will Ferrell movie I'm watching right now. Right. You know, that's – I'm programmed to take him that way. I'm used to Jonah Hill being snarky but in a comedic fashion.
2: Not in just being a dick.
1: Yeah, not like that. So, yeah. but, it, but it was kind of interesting. It was good. It was almost like, it was almost felt like Jonah Hill's like performance art piece in a way. Kind of for okay. me. Okay. Okay. I don't know what this has to do with technology at all, but woo, whatever.
2: <laughs> but did you watch, now, did you watch everything through Amazon or was, did you get it from Blockbuster Keyboard? No, no.
1: John C. Riley was, uh, or John C. Yeah. John C. Riley, the actor was he in came my over house, your house. You watched it. And he's like, here, I want you to see Cyrus. No.
2: You you need to see this, my, you know, this part of my body of work.
1: Let's try this again. Cyrus was on HBO on demand. And I almost, I almost didn't get to finish it. I watched it halfway through the day. And then this, the last part I watched at night after, uh, after the day was through and, you know, my daughter was asleep again because I'm not, I don't know what's coming up in that movie and I don't want to explain anything. So. Right. Uh, But I, but I almost didn't get to finish it because it was only supposed to be on HBO until uh, like 10 o'clock last night. But because oh. I had started it earlier in the day, it was still available to me. Thank goodness, mm-hmm. or else I wouldn't have known how that ended at all
2: um, and then the other thing I was going to ask you was, uh, hell I don't remember
1: <laughs> right on, man right on. I even tried to watch Happy Gilmore again today because I love oh, that really? movie well, you know it's i it's amazing what you'll be able to get me to watch as long as you put it in h d it's, oh, look, Happy Gilmore. I've never seen that in HD.
2: Click. <laughs> Guess what? Doesn't matter.
1: Doesn't matter. I'm, <laughs> wow. Standard definition, high definition, still the same shit.
2: Dude, here's the thing I want to – and if we're talking about movies, we might as well. This Jack and Jill thing, right, that's coming out, have you seen the previews for it? No. So it's, it's the, it's the latest Adam Sandler thing. Oh, no. What am I saying? Of course.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Earlier in the day, we took my daughter to see Puss in Boots. We went to the, uh, the the one, the one that fit the time that we were going best was the IMAX 3D experience. Okay. I didn't feel as, uh, that IMAX immersed, by the way, but that's neither here nor there. Right. And in there, what two of the characters are Jack and Jill. So I, my mind was just shot. By the way, Puss in Boots in great movie. Great. I was uh-huh. shocked at how just entertaining it was from start to finish. Uh, just got to throw that out there. But Jack and Jill, it, it's just, I think at the point when Grown Ups was made, well, actually, I think at the point where Little Nicky was made. Right. You know, we kind of knew that uh, that uh Sandler, uh this is, at, at points we're going to be entertained and at others, it's just, you know, it, it seems like ever since Little Nicky, there's never really been anything I've been, Locked into none of them have been stellar, but he's box office man. He is. He's almost guaranteed box office.
2: Well, and always will be. Grown ups, click.
1: I'm sure Jack and Jill. Didn't it just come out? Didn't it start Friday? Yeah. Or whatever. And I'm sure it was in the top five.
2: Yeah. Well, and and that's the thing. Like, man, and maybe maybe I'm being overly critical, but ah, oh, I just I hated Grown Ups. It was it was bad. Click was okay. Um, but I'm sure I was blinded by the uh, the Kate Beckinsale goggles I was wearing at the time. I'm sorry, dude. Grown Ups was
1: nothing but it just it felt like an awkward movie where it was nothing <laughs> but, you know, we're going to have a bunch of scenes where a bunch of old friends bust chops on one another. And then we're going to try and string it together as a movie.
2: Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to try to put some continuity that takes it to the end at least.
1: Yeah, which which uh, no one there. But, and yeah, Jack and Jill is, this one is just the worst. I mean, I thought it couldn't get any worse than Zohan for him, but, but this one I saw it and it's like, come on. It, I don't know what studio executive tried to convince him. No, man, you can totally do the Eddie Murphy thing. You could play another yep, character. Yep. Exactly. And that person should be shot. They should be just shot and killed. Cause man, oh man, it just doesn't look, it doesn't look funny at all. 'Cause that's the thing. When Adam Sandler gets into those voices, it can and for me it's just like nails on a chalkboard.
2: The the same voice that he does all the time. <laughs> what are you talking about?
1: Yeah, that kind of stuff. And yeah. when, when with Jill it's that aggravated voice one. Which look, that voice in the uh uh Stan and Judy's Kid album, I think is what it was the name of it was. In the cock and ball sketch. Uh huh. Funny. Okay. Visually seeing Adam Sandler as a woman with that voice, not funny. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. And yes, I'm telling everyone out there to listen to the cock and ball sketch. If you haven't heard it, heard it, heard it. If you haven't gathered it up in a group and shoved it in a pen, (laughs) my mouth amazes me at times.
2: You've got some cock and you've got some balls. You gotta smack them around a little.
1: There you go. (laughs) oh look at that Adam Wells we're irking the hell out of him 15 minutes to talk uh, a movie from the summer yet no walking dead talk yet what the heck he's always bringing it back to us bringing it real by the way one thing I for the past couple days I've been wanting to or past couple shows I've been wanting to bring this up Trent how do you feel about the whole hashtag movement I know we do it here on the show if you want to take part in the break we're a live program hey you know you want to interact with us as the host easiest way hashtag netheads you're on Yep. But, you know, I'm watching television and, you know, it's like I'm watching Fringe and there it is. Hashtag Fringe. Yeah. You know, I don't know how much, although I enjoy the show New Girl, I don't know how much while I'm watching it. I want to type my feedback at hashtag New Girl.
2: Yeah. And how much how much of that is going to be, you know, geeks like myself that would be like, oh, my God. Zoe is so hot.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm just saying, what, what do you feel about the whole TV hashtag movement?
2: Um, I don't know. I, I think TV is so broad, um, that it's pulling in an audience that's so large, you can't really connect with any of these, these people. It, your feed's coming in so quickly. For example, um, FX does this, does the same thing and, and pushes it heavily with all their shows. F- f- so they'll do FX SOA for Sons of Anarchy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're ever looking at that during the show, it literally, like, there's just so many that are coming in. You can't, you know, read one and respond and have them even notice it without, you know, it's, 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 it's too massive. It works great for us. We have a, a smaller audience. Uh, we can interact with these people right on, um, or, you know, instantly. But when, when it's that big, when it's nation and, and at times worldwide, ugh, that it gets hard to interact.
1: Yeah. I, uh, looking for. yeah. I don't, I don't think anybody could keep up on it. And, you know, all my viewing is time shifted. All of it is. Mm-hmm. I don't watch anything in real time. But you know, I I gotta admit, uh, one that I did accidentally catch live on Friday, which is a show I'm really kind of growing fond of, is mm-hmm. Grimm. I don't know if you've had a chance to watch that yet, but but oh, I really it's Grimm.
2: no no I I no I haven't watched it. Uh, I, I've got it on my set on my DVR, but I haven't watched it yet. You liked it, Grimm. Yeah. It was
1: entertaining enough to keep me interested. Yeah. Cause, you know, it's a new twist. I was like, what the hell is this? What is it going to be? Are they going to be recreating storybook crimes or what is it? But, you know, it, it really is a, it's a, it's a marriage of, of, um, a cop show and Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
2: Right. And, and
1: go on. No, you go ahead.
2: Well, I was just going to say, this is a great time for you to go pick up a, a copy of, uh, the comic book, the image comic fables. Mm hmm. Because man, they're similar. <laughs> Well, what happens in fables?
1: <clears throat> oh, sorry. There he goes, ladies. He just, he just coughed up his larynx.
2: See, I, I, I muted it though this time because okay. normally I just cough into the mic.
1: Okay, very good.
2: <laughs> um, no, it's, it's more or less the same thing. You've got, you know, uh, one person who's keeping track of all these people, you know, all these, uh, grim characters.
1: Uh huh. Okay. Same thing. Well, with this, he's, you know, he's the only one that can see these people. When they get worked up, he can see them in their true nature, right?
2: Because he's a descendant of the Grimm family, right? Right.
1: Or something like that. But, and, and, you know, they're not werewolves. They're, they're bloot blots or whatever they say it is. And, you know, these guys, they do have the tendencies of a big bad wolf, if you will. Right. You know, like the, in the pilot, you know, somebody ends up, you know, kidnapping a little kid. Well, it ends up killing somebody and then kidnapping him, and it is the boot blot, the werewolf or whatever. And so I like that concept. You know, not anybody else can see it and, and they've done a clever thing because they took a reformed werewolf. I guess that's the way, to, you know, he's like, you know, done the 13 steps and all that jazz. So he's not right. killing. He's not vicious. He's keeping himself in check or whatever. So they've done a good thing because as a cop, he's got a partner that does cop stuff with. And, you know, in going into the supernatural world, now he's got the... The blue blot or whatever his name is to to be his like supernatural sidekick, you know. Yeah, so he's so got, to be
2: his his Scully.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's eh, the acting, eh, the writing, eh, but it's enough to keep me interested. Well, and it's this is NBC, right? Yeah, they're just hoping for anything.
2: Yeah, exactly. They and, just they uh, just
1: keep throwing anything at the wall to hope it sticks.
2: And next weekend is uh, NBC does their kind of version like this. It's a little different, but it's uh, I think it's called Once Upon a Time. No, that's
1: ABC. Not NBC.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that
1: that actually premiered two weeks ago. Oh, was it? Yeah, once upon a time. And, And again, that was the kind of thing where all of the, a lot of this fable, or yeah, fable, fairy tale stuff that we've heard about is true. And, you know, in this, the evil witch casts a spell and, you know, they're all stuck. So basically, all of the fairy tale characters are in this one town. I watched the pilot episode. I haven't seen any of the others yet. Oh, okay. And, you know, the, it's said that, uh, who was it? Was it, uh, Snow White? Snow White's daughter is the one that can save them all from the curse. And she'll come back like on her 27th or 29th birthday. And so this one character does get, end up getting dragged back to the town and decides to stay. So, you know, it's like, well, how is she going to undo the curse? Again, interesting concept. How do you keep a show going off of it?
2: Right. Exactly. How do, how do we do episode to episode?
1: Yeah. And, and how are, Season to season, because there's only so... Case in point, lost. Great concept, And you know what? Eventually, somebody's got to get off the island, or everybody's got to die.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or someone's got to plug the hole with a giant phallic stone. Yeah, that's...
1: Uh, <laughs> what did Jack just do to the island? I don't know! Did I he don't just, want to talk about it! Did no. he, did he it's Make a Christian it network, don't say anything! Make
2: it stop.
1: Oh... <laughs> uh, That's not open to anything NBC being desperate which when they when you think about it explains Whitney that's from the Adam Wells so Uh. last week's let I'm sorry this hashtag thing I just had to get out of my system which led to grim because that's I noticed it on grim I noticed it on fringe and I noticed it on sons of anarchy I think right and I'm just like wow Uh, good for Twitter you know oh yeah man because that is that is a nice easy little thing that can slip into those screen bugs.
2: Well, and it's, 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 it's an incentive for people to watch the show live. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what drives your ratings. Uh, if you don't watch anything that's been DVR'd within a week, it doesn't count for, for the ratings.
1: Yeah. Well, time shifted viewing doesn't count at all anyway, because we have the ability to go beyond the commercials.
2: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so this is how, you know, they can create analytics for their advertisers and say, well, this, you know, this is the audience that we have tuning in and are interacting and, and uh this is this is your demographic that you want the people that are on twitters and and whatever so well, it's 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 a good marketing move for them
1: twitter is it, it's becoming a very real force i mean they will they will want to know how many followers a person has i've heard rumor in the entertainment world you know somebody's hotness can in the industry can be can go back to how often they're mentioned on twitter how often they're searched in google all these exactly things. Mm-hmm. So it's a whole new world man it's a whole new world.
2: Well and and that's just it and that's one thing for for me um is you can keep your job as long as you can have the analytics to back it up.
1: Yeah exactly. And you know um, and and like case in point okay here's the deal. On Twitter you got the whole trend of uh follow Friday right? Right. I do not mean in any way to be disrespectful. You will notice that it's not very often that I will follow Friday at that Kevin Smith. Right. You know, I've had a lot of amazing opportunities thanks to the man. You know, I I get to do this because of the guy. All this wonderful stuff. I don't see the point in me trying to tell the 230 people that follow me (laughs) to follow Mr. 1.8 mil. (laughs) Right, it's just it's he's enough- got 1.8 million followers. I'm looking for him to make a mention to me. <laughs> okay, that right. makes more sense. If you're following me and you're not following him, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's it. So you know, hey. but anyway, where where was I going with that? Oh, all oh, just trends on Twitter, whatever. But ugh. I want to talk about The Walking Dead now. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta <laughs> approach that point. Where we got to talk about The Walking Dead.
2: Yeah, we're we're getting to that point. We need to we need to so everyone can go watch this uh this week's episode. Yes, because
1: naturally they've been sticking around and not watching uh not listening uh no they've been listening to us and not watching the show. Right. I dude, I just don't know how much I'm into this
2: to this season or the way it's going or what.
1: I I don't know. I just like a whole not a whole lot of they slipped a little thing in the end of last week's. To try and make you feel like, oh yeah, this show is still fucked up. Right. You know what I mean? But, but other than that, I mean, all that edge of the seat talking about the reasons why Carl should or shouldn't live. Right. That was really gripping. You know?
2: Well, yeah, man, this, this last and this past episode in particular was painfully slow. Uh huh. Just to the point where you're like, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's get to it. And, and the whole, uh, start and finish with him shaving his head thing, like, I, I, I don't know. I didn't buy into it that well either.
1: Yeah. Okay. Tarantino. Fine. Exactly. You made your point, buddy. Yep. You played with time and messed with our heads. The minute I saw that happening, I'm like, he's coming home alone. And I yep. knew, I didn't know the exact circumstance, but I knew the general reason why he was coming home alone.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I just kept on thinking, you know, in my mind, I always thought, oh, this is a this is a shedding of the old me metaphoric, you know, looking into the mirror and seeing this new person look back to me because there's no going back after where I've gone. Yeah, exactly. No, what I want to see is zombies getting blasted in the face is what I want to see. Make that happen more.
1: Well, you know, one of the rumors that has been bouncing around uh, when they let Darabont go was the fact that the network came back and they're like, uh, we're cutting your budget. Can't you do more indoors? You know what I mean? Right. And the farmhouse stuff really has that kind of feel. Uh Uh-huh. It's just like, oh, boy, here. Oh, look, they got to Herschel already. Good. And naturally, Herschel's like, uh, as we saw from the previous for this week's episode, hey, Herschel's like, y'all can't stay. You got this sick kid, and we we get him fixed up, but then y'all got to go. This is our our hood. Right. Beat feet. (laughs) Let me guess. This is the Adam Wells calling in to yell at us. I don't know what it's on Uh, you're live on the air. Who are you? Where are you calling from? Or you're not. Breaker, 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 breaker. One nine. Where are you? Where'd you go? Give us your, give us your twenty. Over. Yeah, they're not there. They went away. Man. Yeah, I know. It happens. Probably it happens. There's not much you can do except have them call back. Eight six 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 one zero nine four five five. Um. I don't know. It's just – it's so much talking because really I just – I that's it. I want to see zombies. Right. I want to see zombies. Att- and they kind of gave us that with everything that was going on with Shane and – was it Floyd? Uh-huh. Yeah, because naturally when you're in the woods of Atlanta, you got to run into a guy named Floyd. <laughs> <sighs> Couldn't we go any better with the names? But okay.
2: Yeah. No. And you know what? Let's let's throw a banjo on his back.
1: Yeah. While you're at it, just <laughs> do that. Make sure he's in overalls, some coveralls. Okay. Give me a break. But anyway, Gosh,
2: uh, I just want to make right for that boy. You know, that's. I just want to make right.
1: So they did give us the whole. You know, they did give us some zombie action, but there was few and far between. And I'm sorry. Now, what was this? Technically, was that like the fourth episode of the season? Third, fourth, third, fourth. Yeah, fourth. That little kid is – that little girl has been gone a long time. Right. And they just keep trying to throw little bits in there to let us – to plant the seed of reality that she's still alive. Because, like, the one hit kid guy, you know, the hunter, the badass brother the guy that cut his hand. I can never remember character names anymore. God, I'm old. <laughs> but anyway, you know, he's like, I was lost nine days in the woods once. Eating berries, shit and grubs, all that. Yeah, I was Wiping fine. my
2: ass with poison
1: oak. Yeah, I was fine. Well, not if you're wiping yourself with poison oak, buddy. Come on.
2: <laughs> Look in the mirror, dude. You are not fine.
1: That ain't right. I think this is one of those weird anomalies where we ended up, uh, I answered the phone, but they still went to voicemail because the voicemail lights lit. Oh, yeah. Huh. Call back. I didn't hang up on you. Um, anyway.
2: Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, but then
1: again, last season was kind of the same way. They didn't have a lot of zombie. I mean, like, there was that whole scene where they're fishing.
2: Oh, that was – and just – and Dad gave – well, that's funny because Dad did it for me. And oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, you're live with Will and Trent. Who are you? Where are you calling from?
2: It's uh, Adam from General. There he from. is.
1: I he's, still, he's still got the BitTorrents running. You hear how he's skipping?
2: Yeah, tr- turn off your BitTorrents, man.
1: <laughs> Sorry about
4: that.
2: Oh, we were right. Was that it then? Was that really it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's like, but I want the latest episode commercial free. Right. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Look, That's I'm awesome. not saying I stand behind BitTorrents, but you know, I'm just saying I don't get BBC America in an HD and I like my Doctor Who commercial free. That's all I'm saying. The, I just the, don't have cable, so. Oh well, there yeah, you go. Uh, uh, okay, so it's that part of the show where it's uh, the Adam Wells' rant about the Walking Dead. Go. This show has gotten so boring.
5: The most, yep. it, the most like dramatic thing that happens in this week's in last week's episode,
1: they don't even show, which is Carl's surgery. <laughs>
2: right? Yeah, exactly. No, it's,
1: like, it's it's all just conversation.
2: What done by a vet.
5: So it's like I like I think we're starting to see maybe Frank Darabont like not being a part of the show. Maybe they took more like liberties in editing because this is yeah it's it's night and day between how good the first season is and how good how not good the second season is becoming.
2: Well, and it's interesting because Kirkman's still involved in the writing, so I don't understand why he's or maybe it is an editing thing. You're right, I don't know.
1: Well, now you bring up an interesting point, Trent, because. One of the things I made mention of last week is the show in a way is, it has a very strong feel like the comic. I mean, there, in the first, uh, graphic novel, for example, uh, the, of, of the walking dead series, if you were to pick that up, there was one issue that is almost nothing but them driving around in the winter. It's like 10 pages of driving and trying to hunt and not having food. Uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah.
2: So, I mean – and I'm sorry. The show has a lot of that feel. That's true. That's true. But maybe with the comic book, it just translates easier because you can just turn the page faster.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, look. Yeah, okay. Still. I can't do that with TV, damn it. Why exactly. won't the page turn?
2: <laughs> Make it go faster. Oh, and that whole – as a
1: parent, okay, as the parent of a child. Look, I don't care if the the, the streets around me are swarming with zombies. OK, there is never a point where I'm going to say, yeah, you know, this world isn't so good. Maybe it wouldn't be good if my daughter weren't to make it through this. No, I would never think that. Yeah,
2: yeah. I want to euthanize my kids so I don't have to deal with being a good I'm, parent. She
1: is just the worst mother on television. But she's hot. No, she's not. <laughs> oh,
5: <laughs> unless you're talking about Lori. you are talking about? Like, sorry, I was I zoned out. Yeah,
2: which which mother? Yeah, we're, which mother are we talking about, Will?
1: Huh? Oh, I'm talking about uh, Lori. Yeah. Oh.
5: I thought you were talking about the other mom of the little girl that we'll probably never see again.
1: No. Ho- no, Hopefully her, never see. Her character... Well, pff, not at this rate. Her character is so not like the woman in the comic.
2: Carol, I think is her name. Right. The shaved head one.
1: Yeah. So not like that in the comics. I was just like, oh, really? That's Carol? They did so good on the the Asian kid that runs around and gets everything, but this is what they got. Okay. Whatever.
2: Well, and that's the other thing. Uh, he was so great in the first season as well. And he's had like two speaking uh, parts of this season. Mm-hmm.
5: Yep. Yeah. I think it's going to pick up now that he's met this girl named Maggie. I hope we get to see more of him. Cause it's, it's, it's just, there's like a countdown now. It seems that those two just seem they're going to hook up at some point. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Like she'll join the group or something. Yeah. yeah. Like she wants to I mean, leave. there's only like,
1: Twenty-somethings with like healthy libidos left probably in the group. So. <laughs>
2: right? Yeah, exactly.
1: Bring it on! Now we're gonna now we got to move this show to Showtime at eleven thirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the thing you know? in the comics, Maggie and Banky does become a bigger character, and um, also uh, there is a interesting fact in Herschel's farm that I don't think we're gonna see on the television show that I thought was amazing in the comics uh but it would be interesting to see if that ended up playing out because you know all we've seen is the farmhouse we haven't seen what's going on out in the barn yet that's all I'll say about that but right. if, but if it does come to fruition that'd be interesting uh but really i i hope i hope the show is going to turn around because like even in the first episode that at least had me a little bit because uh, the whole thing with the herd coming through
2: well yeah that's the first mention of the herd
1: yeah, so at that point they had me, but, like, I'm sorry. I, I really think the whole little girl getting lost thing may have been one of the worst things they could have done because it's just, like, this hanging thing that's distracting me from all the action that's going on. What right. action is – I don't know. There's nothing – like,
5: very little is going on except for Shane being the worst person in the world and killing people in a world where no one actually is living anyway. right. Yeah,
1: I mean, how much longer did he really have anyway, Kai? So let's be honest, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: he—he was—he come on, he was—he would have been the slowest in a race anyway. Well, did you see how much he was always like <laughs> losing his footage
1: and falling down in front of all those walkers? Come on!
2: <laughs> but he I'm gave fat him the in the
1: locker room. Oh, he what? gave him the slip in the locker room. Yeah. Oh well.
5: I mean, he's already proven he was like a jack of all trades because he was like he was an EMT and he had like two other jobs. He's like the groundskeeper Willie of this town. and
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's true, though. You you have a very valid point. Somehow he ended up getting through and getting out. But I'm well, sorry. I just knew that Floyd was going to be me the minute the minute they had that whole preamble crap where it's nothing right. but Shane shaving his head. Right. I'm like, things aren't looking up for Floyd. <laughs> But I don't
5: understand why Shane shaved his head when he's got, a, like, a gash from Floyd or Otis or
2: what his name is. Like, wouldn't that make the gash more, like, noticeable? Well, I, I, I honestly think they were trying to be more metaphoric with it than they were even, uh, you know. A gash in his head wouldn't even incriminated him for killing anyone. It's like, oh, I hit my head. The Walkers were chasing us. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it could have been anything.
2: I, I really think they were trying to, you know, be artsy in the metaphorics of, oh, I'm shedding the old Shane and embracing the new neo-Nazi Shane.
1: Yeah, they're also not really taking into consideration all of the real-world injuries that happen because, like, let's not forget the scrape marks that he got from Lori at the season finale last year. Right. Okay, I'm sorry, I've been scratched by a cat on my arm. Those things didn't just go away overnight. Right. And it seems like, you know, for him, a little bit of time, like nobody, uh, come on. Nobody well, asks about the wounds. From production,
5: speaking from a production standpoint, I have worked on a short zombie film before, and keeping track of every single wound you include is just impossible.
1: These were three hash marks on a guy's cheek, dude.
3: <laughs>
5: I got I guess there was some production designer like left
1: the show maybe between seasons. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll uh, you know I especially something's got to happen this week and next week because pretty soon we're going to be getting hit with that mid season break, right? So, yeah, there's
5: going to be ultimate cliffhanger that we're all going to be angry at for two months.
1: Yeah, so they've got to come up with something's got to happen. And and, and it's only, not, go ahead.
5: Okay, well they've only aired 3 episodes so far this season and between the first and you look at the third, they've lost already a million viewers. Wow. It was like 7.23 was the first and this last one
1: was 6.1 million. Well, all I'm saying is AMC did a very wonderful job of shooting of cutting off their nose despite their face. Right. If the rumors are true and they had to make as many cuts as possible into other budgets just to hold on to Mad Men, when Mad Men's ratings were never as high as The Walking Dead. Right. And Mad Men's ratings were never as high as Breaking Bad. If that's the case, I'm not saying they are. I'm saying if that's the case, then they are just, they're frickin' idiots.
2: Well, or they had to cut money to uh put into um Hell on Wheels. Yeah, I don't know. Which, uh d- did that air this week too? It is airing this week and I have no desire at all to see it. What you don't want to see, common as a as a railroad worker. I'm sorry,
1: no. The the gripping, <laughs> harsh world of building the railroad for some reason doesn't draw me in.
5: <laughs> well,
1: no one will do that better than
5: Blazing Saddles. So yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Game over, man.
2: <laughs> Game over, man.
5: Well, well on that uh, Mad Med and cutting budgets. Um, I think if you want to blame someone, blame blame Matthew Weiner because he really doesn't like the executives at AMC. So he set the bar really high for how much like he, he wanted to be paid to keep the show at AMC. I think it was like $10 million a season or something like that. Dude, gosh. gosh.
1: That's some money, honey. Oh, well. I, I don't care. I'll blame everybody and anybody. I, it just upsets me to no listen. end. And with a name like Wiener, you know he's probably a dick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and likes to send pictures.
1: Okay, that was a stretch, dude.
2: Congressman Weiner, dude? Yeah, I know.
1: Some of us aren't as politically oriented as you. I knew where you were going with this, but half of the audience is probably hearing crickets when you talk like that.
2: You had mentioned, uh, you know, the, the, the Asian guy who's able to uh, run around and find things. Two sixty two uh, replied on Twitter. Oh, you mean Ming? Me?
1: Yeah, exactly. She's like, hey, look at that. Hmm. But, you know, I... I And personally, I'm being selfish. I want The Walking Dead to do really good because I want it to be a great lead-in for the Secret Stash show in February. Right. That's what I'm waiting for. That's what I want. I want all these things to be successful, damn it. But I don't know. We'll see well, after this week's happen. episode. We'll see after this week's episode. It'll happen. Hopefully, it'll knock my socks off. And I'm like, oh, my God, The Walking Dead is back, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Well, and the, here's the thing, man. We're, we're, we're bitching about it, but we're still watching it, and we still have a zombie show on TV.
1: For now. <laughs> well, actually, I don't know if you heard of it. About- I think in terms
5: of the two horror movie type shows that are on TV, I think American Horror Story is
2: turning into a better show. Oh, my gosh. I have loved American Horror Story. I'm still in the oh dark my- on that one. Oh you you've got it's it's you can it's got it's got such a nip tuck feel to it mm-hmm. but it's it's man it, they're doing really well with it i think
1: I never saw an episode of nip tuck either
2: Don't. Viewer content is advised. <laughs> Viewer discretion is advised. Keep that in mind. Well thanks a lot for the call sir.
1: All right, have a good week. All right, next week 715 you're up, all right? All right. All right. Here. There we go. He'll be there. The Adam Wells, everybody. You can follow him on Twitter, at the Adam Wells. Yeah, actually, I don't know if you heard about this, Trent, but uh I was... I don't know if I heard it or I read it, but I heard a rumor that Zombieland... I don't know if there's going to be a second movie, but oh. I've heard rumor
2: of a Zombieland
1: television show.
2: Oh, that would make my day.
1: Because I don't know if you knew this, but originally, Zombieland the movie was created... As a television show that's how they were pitching it at the moment where the girls are leaving with uh the guy's truck and ammo, uh-huh. that was supposed to be the end of the first episode, oh okay, yeah, so it was originally conceived as a as an ongoing television show y-
2: but you know what i i I hope that they make it as a movie. I feel like you can you don't have to stretch things out nearly like we're seeing like if if The Walking Dead was a movie or a movie series. Um, we they wouldn't have any of this shit that we're bitching about.
1: Yeah, that's true. It wouldn't be just mind-boggling boredom. Because right. I know I'm going
2: to sit down this week to watch it, and I'm going to be bitter,
1: dude. I'm going to be so bitter. Yeah. I don't want to be bitter. I want to be loving it. <laughs> but then you get scenes like the, oh, God. I don't know. I, I got to find out which scene is going to drive me most apeshit this week, and then we'll go. We'll see what happens. Okay, right on. Well, anyway, dude, I'm looking at the clock. We are done. It's time for Soundbite Nation. We got to go.
2: Yeah, stick around for Soundbite Nation. They're on our six. Or they're
1: on the network in another feed, depending <laughs> on when you listen to this.
2: Right. Could exactly. be now.
1: Could be later. I just don't know.
2: <laughs> but guess what? You don't have to listen live to interact with us. Go ahead and use uh, the hashtag NetHeads whenever you want, and we'll respond.
1: Exactly. Because that's what we do. It's how we roll. Ah, uh, you said it anyway. <laughs> You're a dumb son of a bitch. Anyway, folks, until next time, my name is Will.
2: And my name's Trent.
1: And you've been listening to another edition of NetHeads on Sir Smodcast Internet Radio.
2: Only at Smodcast.com. NetHeads. NetHeads.
0: File transfer. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. Trent This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.